in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Welcome to the show. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Ryan, Happy New Year, my friend, 2021. Yep, finally here. Let's get this year started. Have some fun and some good times. All right, let's put 2020 where it belongs in the trash and let's get going. Ah, Thank you. Yes, let's move on. All right, so new year, new movie. This one is not, I guess, new because it came out December 25th. Yeah, Um, same time as uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, sure did. All right. Currently, it's sitting at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's starring Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, directed by Pete Docter, co-directed by Kent Powers, Disney and Pixar's Soul. Today started out as the best day of my life. Back here tonight, first show's at 7. Yes! Woohoo! You know what that's going to say? Joe Gardner! <laughs> Must have been sudden for you. What? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness! Help! I'm not done! Oh my my goodness! Ah! Alright, unlike other uh, short summaries from IMDb, this one's actually uh, a pretty good lengthy one. Or not, not lengthy, but it's more than one sentence. Yeah, I did Ready? notice it's a little more detailed. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. All right, here it is. Joe is a middle school band teacher whose life hasn't gone quite the way he expected. His true passion is jazz, and he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have soul. Did your expectations from the trailer, did they match your th- final thoughts on the movie? Uh, it actually surprised me a little bit. I was expecting a little bit darker, a uh, little more tear jerky from Pixar, usually because I guess they kick us like right in the feelers. But um, pleasantly surprised, uh, this was not as uh, dark as one would expect, especially when you're talking about a topic about death, which is uh, yeah. pretty refreshing. Yeah, they they tend to like using death right? <laughs> in, a lot of their, <laughs> in a lot of their movies. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Me neither. I I. I didn't feel that sort of like dread that that usually comes from time to time in, in Pixar movies. Yeah, that that feeling in in your throat and then you know in your stomach. Sudden, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you there for sure. Uh, overall, it was a great movie though. I think it was really good. They had a really good message. They're good with taking those sort of like deep subjects and and bringing them, you know, sort of in easy digestible bites. Right, yeah, they make it a little lighter. Uh, yeah, every part of this movie really felt like it had sort of like meaningful purpose. You know, Pixar tends to create, or especially with this one, they created sort of like like a really mindful like art piece. You know, yeah, like, definitely. Uh, there was a lot of distractions with like uh, art and imagery, and I just thought overall they did a great job about lightening up a really tough subject. Yeah, and they're they're good about details too. Like uh, even even like the pizza wrap making a cameo, I thought that was really yeah, cool. cool. Totally, it's like totally unnecessary. It's like he doesn't need to be there, but it's right. such a cool little detail that they throw in that 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 brings light to the whole to the whole movie. 
Yeah, and the whole theme throughout, you can you can tell it never gets too heavy to where you're you're you know depressed about anything. You're you're happy, you know, curious about the whole experience during the movie, which is what I really liked about this time. Yeah, warm fuzzies at the end for for sure. Yeah, yeah, I didn't need to cry unlike other <laughs> right? other movies. Yeah, no tissue boxes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next topic: best character. All right. Well, well, Joe and Twenty Two were were perfectly fine. Uh, they carried the movie really well. I don't think either one of them were, were you know super great. Right. No, they didn't step on each other. They weren't in each other's way. They they you know they got along. I didn't think it was anything special. I thought that right. was just good enough to carry a movie. Like nothing uh, nothing significant. But they didn't yeah. let it down either. Yeah, they stayed in their lanes practically pretty much. Perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I think my my favorite character was Moonwind Star Dancer. Do you remember yeah. Moonwind Star Dancer? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also my favorite character. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> other other than this yeah, other than his name, which I liked. <laughs> yeah. He was a little, you know, nutty in the good way. He was a good dancer. Which was yeah. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Spinning right. those signs, which being a sign spinner, I think I, I think that was like a nice little touch. Yeah, that was you know, fun. It's really, yeah, it's really unexpected. Right, it played a lot to the light humor that it that it you know stays on throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think he could have been like a character sort of on his own little show or, or movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could definitely see a spinoff with him, and definitely getting to know him. I thought he. I just loved the character throughout the whole movie. Every time he got on, I got excited just to yeah. see what he was going to bring to the table. Yeah, I thought every you know, time you knew something was going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, something like was going to pop off and, you know, you look forward to it. And I thought that was good. And it, and I think it really helped us maybe get distracted from uh, 22 and Joe a little bit because it did seem yeah. a little dull sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah, he brought more person personality sort of to the adventure or to their to their tasks. Right. It felt more like of a real person like uh going behind it. Like it just had more like just like you said personality behind it. Yeah. Very good. All right. Uh next up we've got worst character. Thoughts, Ryan? For me, I thought the whole counselor of Jerry's was just a a thing of off um uh, or a bit off, I should say. I didn't really get the the three of them, and I thought the chemistry between them was off during it. It was just seemed like they were supposed to be running this facility, and they're just nonchalantly doing whatever. I I don't know. I just didn't get it. I thought that was it was a role that was just forgettable. You know, it didn't really make anything or break the movie. Yeah, they definitely could have done a better job, sort of like giving more, I guess, more of stability or. Yeah, or even like more chemistry between like an office space type deal, or yeah, like, there you go, yeah. you know, Parks and Rec, whatever, or you know, Sunshine. I don't know, just make it like a little where they're a fun group, you know, where they, they yeah, they seemed a little disconnected from each other. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I agree there. I think I think the 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 worst for me was was Terry. Oh my god, I hated Terry. <laughs> Terry is such a jerk. <laughs> And that that accent was a that that accent was a little much for me. It was, it was a little a little hard to to hear, at least personally. You know, it was a little chalkboard fingernails for me. Yeah, it did seem like a little bit 
forced sometimes. Yeah, it, it yeah. probably wasn't. You know, I, yeah. I don't know who the actor was. I, I understood Terry was supposed to be, you know, the jerk, I guess, or the right. Yeah, the villain or the yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. There wasn't really any villains. I guess Terry was the closest thing there is to a villain. Right, for what could be a bad guy in this without full-out going the devil or something like that. Right, right, <laughs> right. Just Terry was just a little annoying. Yeah, yeah. But a little, interesting. I, yeah. Thought it, I thought they were all overall sort of a little interesting. Yeah, I mean, I did want to know, like, I, I guess that could have been part of the movie, too, about a little story about them, maybe, or something, or just a little bit more personality. That might yeah. Have. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think overall there was sort of a lack of background on a lot of these things, on on, on a lot of the characters. I think yeah. except for twenty two. Twenty two had you you knew more about pr- probably twenty two and Joe Gardner's background. Yeah, but but still, it wasn't a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it still wasn't a lot. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they're the ones you should know because that. But I think yeah, maybe they did miss on these other characters where they could have built from. And by introducing more stuff about them. Yeah, very good. I agree. All right, next up, we have the scene. Uh, this is a scene that we felt made the movie or the best part of the movie. Uh, my opinion, there's there's a few scenes that I really liked. I liked the uh, haircut scene where they went to go see Daz. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was a good sort of like um, one of my favorites. There, there. It's it's where Twenty Two starts to relate. I guess really relates to people in general and they relate to her. Yeah, exactly. You could see her fitting into her own. Yeah. 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 And she also starting to fit, fit in as like a a person, like a human being. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome to see. It was really good to translate on film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another part that, that I also liked was the flow state, just personally, the, the flow state when they, when they explain it, only because I heard it on NPR once when they were where they actually hooked up these jazz musicians, uh-huh. you know, with these monitors to to monitor sort of like their brain waves, right, right, while they're just jamming. Oh wow! And and it was it was very interesting how they said that they actually could see that the part of your brain that sort of um, looks at mistakes or or watches mix- mistakes gets turned off you know what i mean okay so then so yeah. then you're you're basically sort of just like dancing feeling on the it. wire you know yeah. you're just feeling everything out you know That's not worrying cool. about making mistakes which i thought was interesting i think that that sort of that part sort of like took me back to that to that npr that's that's really cool yeah i didn't even think about that because yeah the whole you can see like how important flowing is throughout the movie when you know getting rhythm together even at the very beginning with the band you know yeah yeah yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's all basically just sort of like feelings and intuitions and, and no no rules or, or right. worry. Go with it. Yeah, exactly. My favorite scene was when they were falling to earth at the end together. When when Joe finally okay. was okay with who he was. Yeah. He wasn't worried about trying to change his life or right or, or anything. He's good with who he is. He he's willing to sacrifice himself uh for twenty two. So she could have her her right life. as a being, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, and get her life going. And I, I, all the emotions I think from the whole movie sort of like culminated there, and and them just falling together. I mean, you felt all that emotions, you know, just yeah, just, just there, yeah. I think that's the the biggest emotional impact part of the movie. 
uh, when you see them finally, you know, go down together. And yeah, Joe is just accepting about how he is and, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, and he's just, he's willing to give all that up. I mean, saying that he already lived whatever life he, he, he had and he's good with it just so uh, 22 could get her shot at it. Yeah, for me, uh, the scene that stuck out the most, which kind of plays a part into that too, was when he finally gets his big break and he's outside with uh, Dorothea Williams and he asks, what's next? You know, and she mentions that whole fish analogy, you know, the, the story about the fish. Yeah, please explain that to me because I'm, I'm a dummy and I didn't get it. No, don't worry. I had to uh, Twitter it. I had to <laughs> a lot of deep dives into this. <laughs> okay, okay. Please explain, Ryan. So it's basically um, the analogy comes down to you're already in the ocean. You know, you think it's more, but it's not. So you should you should learn to appreciate your surroundings already because you're already in it. You know. Right. Right. And I think yeah. that plays a part of it in the movie. Like you, you don't, or Joe doesn't really realize all the other impact that he has because he's so focused on his one purpose that he misses out on really like, you know, what else he's living on. And I think yeah. a lot of us can relate to that to where we get so fixed on one thing yeah. that, uh, you know, we let a lot of things fall at the wayside. Oh, well said, Ryan. Well said. Ah, love that. <laughs> It's the movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Worst scene. What, what did you think was the worst scene of the movie? For me, it was when uh, that uh, alley scene with Terry and Paul where all of a sudden uh, he ac- or she accidentally grabs Paul and uh, takes him instead of taking Joe and 22. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, did she just like mentally traumatize him? Like, yeah, oh, he ruined his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, what is he going to be with like the vegan now, or like what's going on? Like, yeah. Let's talk about processed foods. Like, all right. Like, this is taking a turn. I didn't get it. Um, another part, I thought it was just a throwaway line where I think it was again Disney and Pixar not following up on the backstory. Was when Twenty Two is explaining um, the love life to him. And she says something like, oh, you should really give What's-Her-Name a, a chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, well, we, we have no idea what, what they're talking about. You know, it would have been nice to at least seen a glimpse of that, maybe a flirtatious scene, you know, at the school where it's someone there or whatever. But to just kind of like randomly throw it, I thought, I was like, all right, that's kind of random. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I, I agree with you. For For me, there wasn't really a a worse scene that stood out for me. But I, I, I think I think I agree with you with the whole Paul Terry situation. Yeah, that, that wasn't so great. Yeah, I just didn't get what he just got mugged for being a jerk then. Is that? Is yeah, that, yeah is that I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. but, but I agree with you. Yeah, the, 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 the one thing that did stick out to me like you and, and then from what I see other people, too, was that there wasn't enough backstory or there could have been more or lack of story, you know, for yeah. for Joe, especially Joe. Right. Yeah. He's the one yeah. that... <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it would have made more sense, like you mentioned before, about tying something nicely in bows and... Right. Making sure and, it all flows together, just like the movie. Yeah. Give him, give him something, man. Right. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't have jazz. He, he, we get that, but let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see something else, you something, know? Something. Something. Yeah. Give, him, give, give the guy a break. Yeah. 
Well, I guess he got a break because he's still alive, right? Yeah, he got like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're on to the message. What message did we get from the movie? Uh, For me, it's classic sort of Disney Pixar taking these deep subjects and making them easily digestible, as I said before. Um, life is complicated, but it's okay. Your passion isn't necessarily your purpose or what you're meant to do. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of self-discovery in life, I think, overall. There's going to be ups and downs, and I think that there was a good scene with the, the student trumpet player that came to Joe's apartment saying that she didn't want to be a trumpet great. player anymore. Yeah, that was one and, of my favorite things, too. Yeah, and, we're, and with her just playing playing a little bit she gets into it and she realizes it you know what i do i do like it so yeah it's it's just the ups and the normal sort of ups and downs of of living yeah see and then part of that what kind of bugged me about that scene too it's kind of like how come joe doesn't see he's kind of like a mentor to these kids you know it's like like you should at least see that aspect of it too you know yeah yeah even even in the beginning like in the first scene when he when they were in class and she was he he saw it, but he didn't. They didn't follow up on it, which I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. It would have been great if 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 like later in that scene he would have like taken her off like to the side or something and sort of like talk to her, encourage her to keep going. You know, exactly. Was- yeah, to keep following and like you know, and even get more backdrop on his story. You know, that's when you can drop a story. You know, <laughs> like come on. Yeah, and, and I think the last thing is basically we all need perspective. You know. You know, take yeah. the chance, take the time to look up once in a while, or, or you know, exactly you know, get out. You know, look out of the box a little bit, and look at the trees, and look at the grass, and I think, I think that came across really well. Yeah, I got, I got the similar message. Uh, for me, I totally got that life is complicated, but it's never too late to figure it out. And yeah. uh, I think, uh, just like you said, you got to stop and smell the roses from time to time, appreciate where you are, and look at things for what what they are you know not for where you want to be and i just love that they were disney and pixar were able to take such a tough subject and you know even with the belief of the afterlife to really bring it down to a easier more acceptable extent to you look at um what really matters you know yeah yeah because this movie wasn't about death necessarily you know it's, it's basically right. about you know how to how how to live your life yeah like one of my favorite scenes too was when um they save one of the first you know soul people and it's that wall street guy you know that just um yeah figure he figures out what he asks himself what am i doing yeah <laughs> making exactly. trades yeah and he tears up his office and everything like i thought that was cool. i mean because you know there's epiphanies like that that happen to people sometimes you do have to look up and be like, you know, this isn't where I want to be or like, this isn't anything that I wanted and you got to do something about it. Yeah. Those messages I think came across really well. Next up. The music. Yeah. I love the whole music throughout. I thought that you can feel every note with the imagery behind each music or each um, musical scene. Yeah. And it, it just flowed beautifully. I thought the whole time, it just makes you appreciate different kinds of music if you didn't appreciate it, just the sounds and everything that goes behind it. I think what was one of the 
bigger surprises to me was that it was actually uh, Trent Reznor being behind the original score. Yeah. Like, All right, go Trent. You know, like this is something new and, and it makes sense. Like, you know, you have a real legit musician doing it. Yeah. It seems like Disney always does a good job hiring the right peoples, whether it's Trent Reznor, John Baptiste. Yeah. Cause it's a big part of, of these movies. I think so too. I think the music totally matters with animation it goes together, even from the beginning with uh, Disney, with Fantasia, you know, they've, it's always been a, a musical and animation go hand in hand with them. So I could get why it's so important. Yeah. A, a couple of things on, for me anyway, on, on the movie and, and the music, the, the jazz portions of it felt very like uh live performance. Like they weren't too polished. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It sounded like a bit raw, which I think was perfect for, for this type of movie. Right. It felt like it was just you were walking into people jamming out, just going together, nothing choreographed, but totally flowing. Yeah. And then and then the the great before parts were cool too. The the electronic music. Yes. You know what it sort of reminded me of? It reminded me of close encounters a little bit. Okay. You know, that yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I had a little bit of that vibe and it and it definitely puts you in a in a non earth environment, which I thought was cool. And it was funny because that, that was the part I was like, oh, this is totally Trent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, right? And but but can we talk about that opening the Disney oh yeah logo music when we came <laughs> in where, cool. where it's yeah, it's the middle school band performing it. Right. How, how creative was that or how creative? Yeah, that was funny. That was definitely a cool new twist. And that's something Pixar always does. That's what I love about it. Yeah, that, that was a good catch. Yeah, it puts a really good start on the movie. Yeah, I agree. It, it, you're already going in there with a nice smile, at least, to know, like, you know, hey, take it easy for a little bit. You're about to have <laughs> All right, continuing on, we have... The looks. I thought everything matched accordingly with the colors and the, and the, and the sound and the music. Every time uh, there, was, there was music being played. I just thought that the imagery was beautiful. It seemed like we even got different aspects of culture like during uh, the movie, which is what I always appreciate. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, I think the Earth scenes were classic Pixar, but they they get better like every movie. It looks more yeah. realistic every time. I mean, you right. can... You can probably mistake some of those cityscapes with like actual, <laughs> actual photographed cityscapes or, or filmed cityscapes. They just yeah. get better and better. Just, you know, the, the, it's just all stylized basically, but it, yeah. it's very warm and inviting. And that escalator to the great beyond was totally out of box cool. thinking. Yeah, which really cool. With the dots and just like culminating to a big, like just white spot, you know, in space and time or whatever was really interesting. And even the, the great before was, you know, very cool. Definitely, yeah. definitely took you similar earth like, but definitely it wasn't earth. And the Jerry's and Terry's, they had um, Picasso like, you know, there were Picasso like drawings. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and and I wonder because of of Pixar's sort of relationship to to Mac and Steve Jobs, if that was a shout out to to Apple. Oh, that's true, right? Yeah, because you know, yeah. they tend to do that, like with Wally, 
when Wally had, you know, his startup music is the same exact startup sound yeah. as, as, you know, when you start up a Macintosh. So a little secret, you know, yeah, I just, yeah, I just wondering, you know, cause that, that, that'd be interesting. Cause it matches the same Mac OS logo face, face That's, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think though, one thing that I did, um, kind of bummed me out about it though is i wish i could have seen this in the theater in a big screen yeah that would have been great yeah like this totally still makes me want to go back to movie theater so i don't think movie theater companies have that much to worry about people are going to want to go to a theater and see stuff like this because it's just imagery like this where the tv doesn't do it justice i think i think right. as great as it was seeing it on a big screen in a dark room like that with an audience would have just made it that much better. Oh, I got, I know with the like surround sound and stuff like that, it would have been exactly. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Next up. The ending. Uh, did we like how the movie ended? Um, well, I did. I liked it. I liked it because Joe didn't die. <laughs> I was totally expecting him to die and just, you know, be sad about it. And, but he did not which is great. They gave him a second chance, which is unlike Pixar and especially in 2020 with everything going on, I think they did us a solid and and they hooked us up. Times are dark enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I like what they did at at the, at the way end, how they worked it out with Terry. Basically they just did the whole look over there. Yeah. That was cool. It was, it was lazy, but cool, but like in a fun kind of way. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 For me, I thought the ending was also great. And I love that Joe did get the second chance. It was more like maybe his fourth or fifth chance, like in the movie. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. it was cool. So, like, at least he went in there with the new perspective now, and that he's going to go with the right attitude. So it's cool to see, which is you know nice to let everybody know that you know you do get another chance if, or you can get another chance and make something out of yourself, no matter where you're at. Well said. Would you watch it again? Yes, I would totally watch it again. I did already watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but right. I, yeah, sorry. It's guilty. But um yeah, I would continue to watch it. It's just so it's it's an uplifting movie, though there's no downers throughout. You can just it's an easy sit through, hang and let the movie play out and watch day, I think. Yeah. I I think it's one of those things like if it's on, you'll watch it, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you for sure. All right, it's rating time, Ryan. All right. All right. So the way we rate this movies is basically one through six. One through six reels. One reel is garbage. Two reels is not very good. Three reels is eh. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fourth four reels is it's worth your time. Yeah. Uh, five reels is great. And six reels is a perfect movie. Uh, Ryan, what did you think? What was your rating for this movie? The verdict. For me, it's almost a perfect movie. Um, just a couple hangups that I mentioned earlier, but other than that, I'd have to give it a five and a half. It's definitely up there to where I can go back to it anytime and watch it without a problem. Anyone wants to throw it down and watch it, let's do it. You know, I'll probably put it on later as I'm wanting to fall asleep or something. You know, it's very cozy, comfy, nice, lighthearted movie. Yeah. I think I'm with you, man. Five and a half. Um, definitely. They've, they've, 
it's it could have been better, you know, with with more with more backstory. Yeah, it's but I think it's a good thing that we want more story for once, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess that's not a bad thing to have. Um, but overall, it was a great movie. Great movie. Great, great message. It wasn't heavy at all, like you said. It was light, easy to watch, easy to digest. Uh, yeah, five and a half reels for me too. Awesome. All right, Ryan. Well, that looks to be it for Soul and for us. That's it until we figure out what we're doing next. Yep, I'll be twiddling my thumbs till then. (laughs) All right, no worries. We'll find something. We'll find something. All right, until next time, everybody. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.